Filsus Mechira Perek Yutas Chapter 19 Aleph Osir Lamaicher Limker Lachavir Karka Vitalpun Shish by Asikin Vishpadin Ad Shidio. It's forbidden to sell a person property or movable property concerning which there is a dispute or a judgment pending till he notifies the purchaser. Even if the seller is responsible for the property if it's taken away from him, the svar is that a person does not desire to pay money for an object and then be forced to enter the litigation concerning it because he's being sued by others. When a person sells landed property to a friend and claims of ownership are filed by others, after the purchaser acquires the property through one of the established modes of, of Kinyanim, there's no greater blemish than this because he didn't even uh, make use of the purchase and he already has claims against it. Therefore, the transaction should be nullified, and the seller should return the money and enter into litigation with the Maron. If the purchaser made use of it whatsoever, even if he just threw down this property market and joined in its own adjacent property, he may not retract. Instead, he has to enter into litigation with the claimants. If they are successful in taking it from him in court, he may seek settlement from the seller as the Allah is with regards to from whom the property is taken away. Whenever a person sells karka, a servant, or other movable property, he is responsible for them. If a litigant takes the purchased article from the purchaser because of the seller, the purchaser may collect all the money he paid from the seller because the article was taken because of him. Um, this, even if the purchaser does not explicitly make this tonight, but purchases the article without any qualification. Even if he buys the, the property by virtue of transfer with a legal document and the seller's responsibility is not mentioned in the document, he's still chayv. The fact that his responsibility is not mentioned is considered a tosefer. When the purchased article was taken from the purchaser in the court, for example, the purchased article was movable property and it was proven that it was obtained by theft or robbery or landed property that was taken by robbery. Or a creditor of the seller came and took it from the purchaser. If it's taken, if the taken away was taken, dictated by the Shakurt. If our Gaisha Goyim take the purchased article from the purchaser, whether through in or the king or through the secular court, the seller is now responsible for the article. Although the Goy the, the Goy 
claims that the seller stole the article and robbed of it. And brought witnesses to that effect, the seller is not responsible at all. So, because it's an onus, and the seller is not liable for losses that are beyond his control. Hey, when a person sells property to a friend, a seller makes a tonight that he will reimburse the purchaser for any loss of this property due to the factors beyond his control. Uh, he is high to pay even if the guy comes and seizes the uh, by force property due to, uh, to the seller. If, however, a stream that was watering the field dries up, the flow of a stream deviates and makes a portion of land into a pole, or an earthquake comes and destroys it, the seller is not high. Matters of this nature are both beyond one's control and infrequent. It would not have occurred to sell to think about such an abnormal manner and made such a tonight. Any other factor beyond one's control that's abnormal is not included in this tonight. Same Allah applies with regard to any condition that is made with regards to monetary manners. We analyze the kavana of the person making the tonight. We include in, within a scope only matters that are well known that we assume to have been taken with the tonight because they would have been in the mind of the person making the tonight at the time. There was a story concerning a person who hired sailors to transport sesame seeds to a certain place. He made it tonight with them that they are responsible for any loss that occurs because a fact is beyond their control until the sesame seeds reach, reach the, the destination. And and the river on which they expected to transport the cargo ceased flowing. Chacham said this is an abnormal factor beyond their control. They are not likely to transport these sesame seeds on an animal to that place, when a person sells property to a friend and the seller says, I am not taking any responsibility, I feel the maker is not high of anything, even if it becomes known with certainty that the property was stolen and taken from the purchaser. Needless to say, should a creditor of the seller come and take the weary from the purchase, so the seller is not liable for any reimbursement. Why should Colt and I should be mumming? Any stipulation that is made with regards to financial matters is binding. Ruben sold the field to Shimon without taking responsibility for it. But Levi made Simeon Shimon, and Levi comes and takes it from Shimon. And not such Ruben lost his dinner, Levi Asa. If he desired, if, um, again, uh, Reuven sold the field to Shimon without taking responsibility for it, and Levi comes and takes it from Shimon based on a claim against Reuven. Russell Reuven asks his name Levi Asa. If he desires, Reuven can enter into litigation with Levi. Levi cannot say what business do you and I have together. For Reuven will tell him, I do not want Shimon to have any claims against me, for he has lost money on my account. Reuben sold the field to Shimon without taking responsibility and then repurchased it from him, requiring Shimon to take responsibility. 
And now Ruvain's uh, creditor comes to take the fill from him. He cannot require Shimon to pay for it. Although he did not accept responsibility when he sold it to Shimon, he took responsibility with regards to himself that he should not be the seller and then take the property himself. If however, a creditor of Yaakov, their father comes and takes the property from Reuben, Reuben may demand payment for the entire worth of the field from Shimon, for Shimon accepted responsibility for the field when he sold it back to Reuben, while Reuben did not accept any responsibility for others when he sold it to Shimon. Person wanted to purchase an article from a friend. So the seller said, I'll sell it to you for 200 zoos, but the purchaser said, I'm only going to buy it for mana. And now they walked away from the deal. They each returned home. Afterwards, they came together, and again, the purchaser took possession of the article. If it was the seller who made the proposition to the purchaser and gave him the article, he's required to give him only a money. If, however, it was the purchaser who performed the Mashiach without making any further offers, that means he agrees to the 200 zoos and he has to pay that base. When a person purchases an article from one of five people, but he's not sure of the identity of the seller, and each of them say he's the seller. So the purchaser should place the money for an item amongst them and depart. The money should remain in custody until the false claimant admits that he is not theirs or the machine comes. If he's a chassid, he should pay each one of them. When a person purchased an article from one of five people, did not pay at the time, did not take the article by making a false oath, and then repented and wanted to make restitution. If all five demanded payment from him, saying, I am the one from whom you denied taking the article, and whom you made a false oath, and he says, I do not know, Obligated to pay to them because he committed the Aveda. The seller's word is accepted to say, I sold the article to this person and not to this person. When there's a supply, when the article that he is selling is in his possession. If, however, the article is no longer in his possession, his statements are given no more than a credit of 1.8. Statements are given no more credit. Than those of one witness, and that Allah has applied to him with regards to the testimony are no different from those applied to other people. The seller took money from two people. One tenth, one gave him money against the seller's will, and the seller does not know the identity of the person from whom he took the money intentionally. And that of the person who gave the money against as well, there is no testimony at all. Each person, each of the person takes an oath holding uh, the chafetz. Each of them receives half of the purchased article and half of the money. 
Hey, a person desires to take the property from a friend, the burden of proof. When a person desires to take property from a friend, the general rule is the burden of proof is upon him. Now, for example, you saw the guy, the purchaser claims you sold an article to me, and the seller claims I did not. The seller claims that he sold an article to the purchaser, the purchaser did not pay for it. The purchaser claims that he paid the money but did not perform Mashiach. The purchaser claims that he performed Mashiach without seeing a purchase, a particular blemish, and the seller claimed that to, that to have appraised him of it beforehand. Or one of them claimed that the transaction had been made conditional on a stipulation, the other denied it. If the plaintiff does not prove his claim, the defendant who denies the claim must support his own claim with the Shuas Hesus. If he admits a portion of the claim or the plaintiff claims is supported by one witness, the defendant must take an oath as applied with regards to all other claims. Now, when a person tells a storekeeper, give me a dinner's worth of produce, and the storekeeper gives it to him, and the produce is placed in the Rishasarabim. If the storekeeper demands payment of the dinner, and the purchaser replies, I paid him the money, you put it in your pocket, the purchaser is required to take an oath as the Chacham sale. Afterwards, he may take the produce. The far is that produce has already left the domain of the seller and was placed in the Rishasarabim. If the produce was in the domain of the purchasers, he would be required to take the Shwasasas, and then he would be freed of responsibility. If the produce was in the domain of the storekeeper, the storekeeper would be required to take a shulasses, and the produce would remain his. If a purchaser gives a dinner to a storekeeper to keep produce, then he has has been placed down in the shulasses. Now, um, again, if the purchaser gives a dinner to a storekeeper to take produce that has been placed down in the Shusaram, if the storekeeper says the dinner that you gave me is a payment for produce that I previously gave you and that you took for your home, I never sold you the produce that is now placed in the Rishasaram. The storekeeper may take a shvua to support his claim while holding a Nikita's Chavis. Produce is then returned to the storekeeper, for he never admitted selling it to the purchaser. If the pr- produce was located in the store, all that would be required of him would be a shvua assessor, as explained in the previous halacha. Test. The same halacha applies to a person who gives a dinner to a money changer. They take coins with much from his food in Rishasaram. And where the coins are piled up in Rishasaram, if the money changer admits to having sold the coins and he has taken, not taken the dinner, the purchaser must support his claim by holding a If the money changer admits to having sold the coins, and he has t- not taken the dinner, the purchaser must support the claim by taking an oath while holding a Nikita's 
then takes the coins. If, however, the money changer does not admit to having sold the coins to the purchaser, even though he missed taking a dinner for the purchaser at the time, for he claims that the dinner is payment for coins, the purchaser already took money, the money changer must support his claim by taking an oath while holding a Gilas Chavis. When a person exchanges a cow and a donkey, and the cow bears a calf, or one sells a maidservant, and she gives him birth. The seller claims she gave birth before I sold her. The purchaser just says she gave birth after I purchased her. The purchaser must bring proof to his claim to be granted. Even if the seller says, I do not know when she gave birth, indeed, even if the cow is located in the swamp or the maidservant in a corner or the public domain, they are considered to be in the possession of the seller until the purchaser can bring claim. Bring proof. If he cannot bring proof, the seller must take an oath while holding a to support his claim. The offspring of a cat, with regards to the offspring of a maidservant, he is required only to take a short assessment. Person says, I don't know, I don't know, so they divided. One says, The offspring was born in my domain, the other remains sound. The one who makes the claim is awarded the offspring. When when a machlekes arises concerning a seller who owns two servants, one an adult and one of a minor, or two fields, one large and one small, the purchaser claims I purchased the greater one, while the seller claims you purchased the smaller one. So the burden of proof lies on the purchaser. If he does not substantiate his claim, the seller should take a shuasesis that it was smaller one that he sold, and he is allowed to keep the large one. You give Purchaser says, I purchased the greater one, and the seller remains silent. The purchaser is awarded the greater one. If the seller says, I do not know, the burden of proof lies on the purchaser. If he does not stand to substantiate his claim, the seller should take a shoe assesses that he does not know which article was purchased, and the purchaser is awarded only the smaller one. Whenever a doubt over responsibility for an article arises, the burden of proof lies on the person whose domain the doubt arises. So, a person exchanges a cow for a donkey, and the owner of the donkey performs Mashiach on a cow, but before the owner of the cow can perform the donkey, the donkey dies. So, the burden of proof is on the owner of the donkey to verify that the donkey was alive. At the time the Mashiach was performed on the cow. Last, Allah Machat, Hanim Tsubavi, Besakesis, Venikvaris, and Nekem of Foolish, Inum Salah, Kated Lam, Yudushes, and Nitrafakim Shita. When someone sold an animal to a butcher before it's shechted, but the money had not yet changed hand, if it was shechted, afterwards a needle was discovered in the animal's second stomach that had been pierced side to side. Um, the figures are in Higlit, Pia Maka, Bidushes, and Nitrafakim Shita, and Nitrafakim Shita. If a drop of blood is found upon it, it's clear that it became trade before it was shechted. But he glit the peyamakar and dubber suffik al atabak lavirai shkin the kachasinitva. If a scab um, had formed over its wound, it's clear that it became a trade three days before it was shechted. If a scab had not been formed over the wound, there's a lack of clarity concerning the manner of the butcher must bring proof that the disqualifying factor rose before the purchase. 
The decision is rendered because the cow was in the possession of the doubt or else. If he cannot bring a proof to this effect, he must pay the money due to the seller as explained above. Chapter 21. When a person transfers a non-specific entity to a friend, if the species being sold is known, even though its measures, its weight, and its numbers are not known, it's binding. If the species is not known, this transaction is not binding. A person tells somebody, I'm selling you this heap of wheat for this and this amount. I'm selling you the seller of wine for this and this amount. I'm selling you this bag of figs for this and this amount. Um, even though the measure of grain heap, the wheat of the figs, are the number of containers is is um, that's binding. His principles apply even for the quantity, even if the quantity is greater or less than the estimation of the sale of the purchaser. The halachas we now apply in the purchase price is compared to the market price as explained in the Gimel. A person tells his friend, I will sell you whatever this house contains for this and this amount. Whatever his chest contains, or whatever his sack contains for this and this amount. The purchaser does not make a binding commitment since he does not know what the contains. In the other Kamasaki, because it's like gambling. If a person tells a friend that he's selling him wheat for 10 dinarim, but does not make a tonight how many so he's selling him, he must give him an amount of wheat equivalent to the market price at the time. And if he does not agree, then he wants to retract, then he's over Mishapada. Hey, when a person sells his property to a friend to build a house or a barn for cattle, when a person agrees to build a wedding home for a friend's son or a home for a widow daughter, he should build him a home for this size. If he sells him property to build a large house, he should give him a space of 8 by 8. If he sells him a place of the reception all you should give him a space of 10 by 10. If he sells him a garden, it should be 10 by 10. The height of the structure is half of its combined length of its width. Well, a person sells a property to a friend for a family burial plot. Or if a person agrees to prepare a burial plot for a person, she built a, a crypt beneath the earth and prepared for eight graves, three on one side, three on the other side, two opposite entrance of the crypt. Measure the crypt should be four cubits by six cubits, and each grave should be four cubits long, six hand breadths. 
למצוא כל בין כל קבר וקבר של נסתלן עם מחצה, בין השניים האמצעים שתי עמס, עמי חלק חברי בסיר חסדיר מקים עמס מים להשקיס בבייס השלוחן, אסלי בסיר חסדיר עמר שלוח בשתי עמס ורוח בעמס וכאן להגביר. When a person tells a friend that he placed his own field to make an irrigation ditch to water a parched field or, I'm sorry, he must give him a ditch two cubits wide with a cubit on each side of his banks. If he sells him a place of irrigation ditch that is used for a pipe, he must give him a ditch that is a cubit in width and a half a cubit on each side of his banks. plant trees on his land of the banks of the ditch, but he may not sell grain there. For grain weeks, the land and damages the irrigation ditch. Should the land of the banks of the ditch become washed away, the purchaser may replace it by taking the earth in that field. Therefore, the seller's acceptance of the fact that an irrigation ditch will pass through this field is conditional to the stipulation. If a person, when a person sells a friend a path in his field, he sells him a path for one person, he must give him a path two and a half cubits wide so the donkey and his burden can pass by. If he sells him a path that leads from one city to another, he must give him a path that is eight amas wide. If he sells him a path for the shusadam, he has to give him sixteen cubits wide. Path of a king and the path of a grave has no limits. It appears to me that this is considered as one who sells an object whose species is not identified, in which instance the transaction is not binding. A person sells a friend a place for relatives to stand and eulogize a person who has passed away. He must give him a place large enough to sell four kavim of grain. When a person tells a friend, I'm selling you a cistern and its walls, you must give him a, uh, a wall three handbreadths wide. When a person sells a field to a friend, and while the, defining the boundaries of the field, draws one boundary line long and another shorter, the field of the boundary line that he drew longer belongs to only one person. The purchaser does not acquire any more land on that side of the field than on the side that he drew short. The fields of the side belong to the two individuals the purchaser acquires land as separated by a diagonal. If the field of the east and the west belong to Reuben and those on the north and the south belong to Shimon, when drawing the map, the Salem must write the boundary of Reuben on two sides and the boundary of Shimon on two sides. The seller drew three boundaries lines, but the not draw the fourth, the purchaser acquires the entire field with regard to the fourth boundary, however, he does not require. If the fourth boundary is included with the other boundaries in the front designated by a row of palm trees and is not large enough for an icon of grain to be sown with it, the purchaser also acquires the fourth. It's not included with the other boundaries, and it's not designated by a row of palm trees. Or it's large enough. I come agreeing to be sold within it. The purchase does not acquire the fourth boundary. 
Well, he moved the end of the column in between Shabbat and Hari. The Torah must based in Kfimash Yerle. Is it Torah that I don't know? Tezayin Simleis says always provides the Simleis a mitzvah shall hold ruach the seller designates only the corners of the property without designating the entire boundary. There's your Simleis name is Shalom Kmet Gam or he designates the two corners in the L shape. Each Simleis has a mitzvah ruach where he designates certain portion to each direction. As a lekana eskulam al yikin minak Kfimash Shabbat leve kamish yiradayon. The purchaser does not acquire the entire property. Instead, he acquires only the portion the seller transfers to him. The portion granted him by the judges. Yud Zayin Hamecha Bias Lachamid Avibidik Deila. A person, if a person sells a friend their bias in a larger building, Afabishi Meitzel Mitzanah Chitzenim. Although he drew the purchase of the external boundaries of the entire building, Afabishi Shom Atzkein Lebir Bias. Al Kana Ela Bias Bavad. He only gets the house. Shom Mitzanah Hu Shirich Olei. Meaning the boundaries appear larger. Ilu Mochalei is Kolabila. He kisses them and they nachlef leimechaz eklum. Had he sold the entire building, he would have written in the deed of sale. I did not refrain ownership of anything in the sale. When a person sells a field, a large valley, although he drew in the boundaries, a person tells a friend, I'm selling you fields, means two. If he tells him all fields, all his fields, even three or fields, are acquired by the purchaser, um, with the exception of the gardens and orchards. But even... Um, he tells him all the property, even if he owns everything he owns, even his servants, his buildings. He tells I'm selling you one of my homes or one of my oxen. He's required only to give him the smallest ones. If one of the oxen dies or one of the homes collapses, so let me show the purchaser that they did not make a shiyad. Balashtar al tafteno. Chaf ha'im lechaveri sada the bechia ani merch lechav. The person says, tells him, I'm selling you the field of the house of chia. I used to say that he claims shame that, and he possesses two fields that he described in this manner. And he came ela pachas shabahem. The purchaser acquires only the less of the one mechain kol gates. But chaf aleph. I'm lechaveri sada suduvei ani merch lechav. The person claims. The person says sada ruven ani merch lechav. I'm selling you. Ruben's field. Now, a, pers- a purchaser's claim is favored in the following situation. A person tells his friend, I'm selling you Ruben's field. When the purchaser comes to make use of the field that is popularly known by that name, the seller tells him, This is not the field that was owned by Ruben. It's only called not by people, but it never belonged to him. This is the field that belonged to Ruben. He says, pointing to another field, I purchased it from you, and this is the field that I sold to you. So I must prove this thing. If it does not prove it, the purchaser acquires the field that is popular, known as belonging to Ruven. When a person tells a friend, I'm selling you half of a field, we should evaluate the worth of the entire field, and the seller should give him the purchaser. Entire worth half the field of the entire field from it. When a person tells a friend, I am selling you the southern half of the field, we should evaluate the worth of the entire field. The seller should give him the purchaser a portion of worth half the field of the entire field from its southern half. If such agreement is commitment by the purchaser to make a place by a fence in this portion. 
ומשתי אחרית צמלך לטבע אחרים, כל זה כדי שלא יתיק בצדמי על קקי בית צזר. So implicit is such an agreement is a commitment by the purchaser to make a place for a fence and its portion, including a small trench, three to a mile wide, the fence, but close to it, and a larger trench, six handbreaths wide, add to the fence and to leave the width of a handbreath between the two trenches. All this is necessary to prevent a marten or the like from jumping on one of the fields. Last Allah, when a person owns half of a field, if he tells his friend, I'm selling you the half of the field that I own. I'm selling you the half of the field that I own. The purchaser requires the entire half. If he tells him, I'm selling you half the field that I own, the purchaser requires only a fourth. If he says, these are the boundaries of the field from which a portion is divided, separated, or appointed to you, he tells him, these are the boundaries the purchaser requires half. If he does not specify his boundary, the purchaser requires merely a portion on which he could sow nine carbon.